for Overheard FM and Overheard Productions. I'm talking with Karen Green this morning in Canberra. G'day, Karen. How are you going? Hi, Bill. I'm really well. Yeah, thanks. Now, now Karen, I'm getting a bit old. I've just turned 50. I'm Aren't we <laughs> starting to lose my synapses. I'm trying to remember what year it was that I blundered into the Tuggeranong Arts Precinct. I was looking for the cafe out there at the, yeah. across the road from Tuggeranong Hyperdome. And I blundered into... Uh, I think it was an exhibition that might have been setting up. And they said, I'll have a look around if you like. Or maybe it was already set up. And I was quite taken with your artwork. So I can't remember the year. I only know that it was between 2008 and 2012. And the exhibition was Blue. Blue. <gasps> Blue. Yeah. That and my works were, my series was the True Blue series. That is so ridiculously funny because I work in colours and I remember that not long after, I can't remember if it was after I heard about you and was given your contact details or after we spoke because you came into the radio studio at Artsound FM, but I went out to uh, the Potter's, whatever it is, out at um, Watson. Watson Art Centre, yeah. The only two things I can remember, I can remember physically walking around there and I can remember two things, female and red. And that's the two things I remember. So unpack all of that for me. Just tell us about what Karen Green Artist is and tell me about your art and hopefully something to do with the feminine and hopefully something to do with the colour red somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, look, I've been been painting all my life. I've been drawing, been making stuff all my life. Mm. Throughout my life, I've sort of, I, I sort of dabbled, and then it wasn't until about uh, 2000, I actually became a professional artist. Mm. And so with that meant I had to have a practice, and I had to actually produce stuff, you know, regularly, and then start exhibiting and thinking about my work rather than, rather than just making things because I you know, felt like making something. Mm. There was actually always something behind it. So, you know, I've always been somebody who is interested in social justice, in human rights. And as a feminist, you know, Mm. I thought that that art was a really fantastic way for me to express that. And actually more and more, it's, it's becoming the only way to get... A message across uh, quickly and without sort of being angry because you know often this stuff conjures up so much which is emotive so you know I I try and express that in a way which is appealing but which also you know people might be able to relate to. That's really interesting you say that because that correlates with a lot of what I believe too. But I know one thing that really resonated with me recently was when on Twitter you just bobbed up a picture, a whole series of pictures, and I love the way that you did this, which was around the fact that you did a portrait for the Archibald Prize with our friend Con. Just tell us about that. Uh, Okay, well, that all sort of came about because last year I decided to do a project for myself which was called A Drawing Every Morning. And basically, it was a quick sketch which I did and then posted on social media. And it was and it was all about all the things I was just talking about. Yeah. So every day I did a drawing which related in some way. And, and it also 
also included issues around kids or anything that sort of popped into my head, but I also wanted to uh, include some of the people that for me were real standouts last year in terms of human rights. Yep. And one of those people was Con Karapanagiotidis, who is the CEO of the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre. And so I did a quick sketch of him. And, you know, with all of these drawings, I just, I'm quite a shy person on social media. I, mm. It freaks me out sometimes. So I, I put the drawings out there and I... You know, I didn't really know what to expect or, you know, mm. was, was I really expecting anything? I don't know. It was just a project that I wanted to do for a whole year, every day. Yep. So then out of the blue, this, this blue seems out of the blue. <laughs> um, Con contacted me and he'd seen the little sketch I'd done on, on Twitter yep. and just sort of says thanks for doing that and although I am shy I, I do recognize an opportunity and I thought oh wouldn't it be fantastic if I could paint his him. portrait so yeah. so I just threw caution to the wind and asked him if I could do that and and he said yes so I went down to Melbourne at the beginning of the year and somehow managed to pinch a bit of his time mm. and it was such a fantastic meeting and you know he's such a generous person and so passionate so you know i i did the portrait and entered it into the archibald along with a thousand other people yeah and that that experience in itself is a really wonderful experience just being able to paint somebody so driven and so passionate about what they do yeah. is an inspiration for me and look, I'd, I'd venture to say, firstly, there's so many little tributaries and estuaries from what you just said that I want to go down. I won't go down yeah. now, otherwise this interview will go for 16 hours, not 16 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but a couple, yeah. of things, a couple of things there are, yes, definitely he's a, a generous spirit. You've mentioned the Archibald Prize, which is a huge, huge thing. You know, I've been to it a few times. Um, okay. And you do always go into it with some sort of idea that it would be nice just to get hung on the wall. <laughs> but to get hung on the wall and to be recognised by your peers. Yes. It's not necessarily to get the prize, yeah. although that would be nice. Yes. But to have some kind of just recognition by your peers. Because often we, we're working in isolation a lot of the time yeah. as artists. I mean, I'm sitting here now in my living room aka studio <laughs> where i've got many canvases and and my easel takes up a fair bit of space yeah i'm in this space all i've got is the computer yep to stay in touch with the world all the yep. time yeah I, I think it's one of those ways in which you can if you're going to enter competition hmm. one of those ways that you can touch base with yep. every all the other artists out there doing the same thing and who are going through the same sort of process For is sure. that creative process which is a huge thing well let me tell you two quick reactions to that karen the first is that i'm a big believer in that old saying and i can't right at the moment remember who it is but it goes along the lines of I always change it. I say that a person's grasp, the original one is that a man's grasp, but let's say a person's grasp should, person's reach should exceed their grasp or what's a heaven for. 
which I might have got that around the wrong way, which would be pure me. But the bottom line is, you've got to reach, you've got to aim for that gold medal. You don't go into the Olympics and say, well, look, I might just, you know, run in the back and somehow be involved in team photo. No, you've got to aim for the top and then you get hung on the wall. That doesn't quite equate into the Olympics analogy, <laughs> but you know what I mean. And so good yeah, on yeah. you. And the second thing about your social media I'll say this, Karen, and you know me, I only say what I mean. Anytime I see your stuff bob up, be it on Twitter or Facebook, under the guise of Karen Green, Karen Green Artist, or your other page, I'm not kidding, every time I see bob up, I stop and I think, of the great morass of stuff that's coming out today, this is going to be something I'll be interested in. And that's absolutely how I operate. It's called salience. Your stuff sticks out because I believe that what you've got to say and what you've got to offer is something that I'm interested in. Rule 101 of emceeing and radio presenting, you never know who's in the audience. So all I can say yeah. by way of encouragement is keep putting that stuff out there. Oh, yeah, you don't know what that means, you know, to hear that. I mean, that's motivational and thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, I do it because I have to, you know, and yeah. I do it because it's who I am and, yep. and what makes me tick. But I, and I also don't... I, Try not to have that idea that what I'm saying is any more or less important than what anybody else is saying mm. because I just want to be part of the conversation. Yep. And I think that's what it is, about being part of the conversation, about contributing rather than pontificating. Well, just a corollary, coro I always stumble over this word, corollary. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm going to do this because I've just... Corroboration. No, it's actually called corollary, um, which is C-R-O... Oh, C -R -O -C -R -O oh yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the corollary, there you go, I've got it out, is that mm. the reason that I'm speaking very slowly and very deliberately is prior to me realising that I was ringing you at 10.30 and ringing you eventually at 10.34 is I've spent the last two hours on the phone with a certain service provider who I was singing their praises yesterday and then spent two hours in multi-cultures, in multi-countries, in multi-languages <laughs> trying to get a resolution to my issue and I'm still not there. But uh, when I was talking with a lovely woman from Mullumbimby about the uh, interview that I'm going to be doing very soon with a, uh, an international singer, songwriter, sound recordist, uh, player of multi-instruments, including a 20-string guitar in the not-too-distant future, was I said, oh, yes, we can do that at 11.30. I'm supposed to be doing something four minutes ago. I've got to go. <laughs> I need to be speaking to Karen. Now, the other thing was, because it's not about me, Karen, they're here to talk about, to hear, listen to you, the uh, little resonance again is that on a day in July 2013, when I was a very, very high-priced, pri high what's priced? Priced is a <laughs> practical and paced person in a um, not-for-profit group, uh, but still earning a lot of money in Sydney in 2013, about four o'clock in the afternoon, Kevin Rudd burst out of the shed and said, we have a thing called the offshore processing solution. And at midday the next day, hundreds of us were massed outside town hall walking yeah. through the streets and protesting very loudly about the fact that there was a thing called offshore processing. I then stopped in the middle of the street with my barn, which is the Irish drum with the goat skin stretched across it, and I pulled out a texter, which I happened to have, and I started writing on it. And the lovely um, Shaborn Marin, who works with one of our lovely... Uh, groups that uh, is a religious group it's based but they actually spend a lot of their time fighting for social justice and she's in that arm 
She mm. took out her long lens camera and took a series of shots, which to this day remain some of my favorite photos of myself, given that I don't actually like that too much. So what I'm getting to is that you put yourself out there and you're going to find that people attend to it and con, but he's uh, with the, I always get the two letters around the wrong way. It's the Australian Refugees, no, I got that wrong. No, the Asylum Seeker, Seeker Resource Centre. Thank you. I get it mixed up with yep. the mob in Sydney. The Asylum Seeker oh, yes. Resource Centre. Now, yep. the social justice stuff comes through in your art. Can I take mm. you back again to Watson when I went into that studio and looked at some of your stuff and red still sticks out. I can see a red heart. That's all I've got. Now, can, you, can I ask you something about a thing which I ask um, musicians, but I'm going to ask yep. you is, you put your art out there and you've got a certain idea. Is it important for you to convey your message or are you more interested in the sort of catalyst action that you can have to make people start to think and come to their own decisions about what you put out there? I guess a, a bit of both, really. When I'm doing my work, I do plan it. So I'm not one of those people that just has a blank canvas mm -hmm. and, and can walk over to it and um, chuck some paint on or whatever. Really, I do plan it and think about it. So... When I have brought all the work together and I'm talking about it, if I write an artist statement, for example, yep. you know, I'll, I'll talk about what inspired the work and how I came to make the work the way I did, why I used certain materials or why I used certain colours or and what the whole concept was behind it. So, so yes, I, I am hoping that I can convey my idea through the work mm. and hope that that comes across mm. as meaningful but at the same time if somebody looks at my work who doesn't know a thing about it mm. and says you know i really like that don't know why i just really like it yep. well that's fine too you know <laughs> they might say they don't like it and i've had i've experienced that too but to get a reaction is actually a good thing because that from there you can have a conversation. How about a third option where somebody comes back and says, okay, in that picture or that piece of art, I saw this, and you mm. say, well, do you know what? That was not even close to what I intended, but that's an interesting thing. Has that ever happened? Oh, yeah, exactly, and it does happen, and that's fine. But it never really deviates to an extreme which is really got so removed from it that... Often when people describe their ideas, mm. somewhere along the line, you can see the connect... I can see a connection. You yeah. know, I can say, well, I, I understand how they came to that conclusion. Or if somebody does tell me what they got out of it, it's never something so far from it that doesn't make sense. It's somewhere in the same postcode. Generally, yeah, generally. <laughs> Yeah. Karen, what's coming up next for you in terms of exhibitions? I, I knew, I know that just recently you, you were looking around for an exhibition space. Yeah, I'd like to find a good space to have an exhibition. And I'm thinking I, I wouldn't mind doing a retrospective because okay. I'm going to be 50 next year. <gasps> My God, 50 next year? Yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, on the, I'm just on the other side by about two months. It's okay. Yeah. You still yeah. survive. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'd really like to celebrate that and yeah. I'd like to celebrate that with people that have supported my work. Yeah. In the city that has supported my work, Canberra has been really good to me. Yeah, yeah I, I think that would really make sense. So, you know, I'd like to put a lot of things in that people haven't seen before. Yep. So it would have to be quite a large 
space. So I'm, I'm still thinking about that. I, I'm not sure. Okay, what... so once this goes out to the world, of course, you know you're going to have them lined up at your door saying, oh, okay. pick <laughs> us, pick us, great. pick us. There, I actually said that with no hint of irony whatsoever. But I need to go back to one thing, which is that now that we've gone with milestones and now that yeah. we've gone with, you know, Rome's around the around the sun. So um, yeah. we don't need a date, but um, what star sign are you? Oh, uh, I'm an Aries. Okay, so you're the same star sign as my sister. Well, this uh, interview is going. No, 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 no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you know what does that mean, Bill? Really, <laughs> no. what does that mean? You know. Do you know? Do you know um, what it means? I'll tell you exactly what it means, Karen. It means absolutely nothing. If you think yeah. that you can come part mentalize one twelfth yeah. of seven million people into one tight box. Exactly. You are on the wrong planet, my friend. You need to go to another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. So, Karen, so, um, so I'm not kidding about the lined up around your block. They might be electronically lined up around your block, but we'll get there to that to later. But for now, can you just tell us if people are on the interwebs or the interhighways or if they're out on the streets of Canberra, where can they find Karen Green's work now? At the moment, it's online. And it's, yep. it's online on my website which yep. is karengreen.com.au and it's online at facebook mm-hmm. and i'm karen green artist mm-hmm. and gray matters woman that's the one so we've got karen green that's k-a-r-e-n green with no e on the end so it's only two e's in the green one e in the karen yep. and it's yep. k for karen and i've been speaking with Four different people in 27 different languages lately, so I'm going to... I could almost do this. Kilo, Alpha, Romeo, Echo, November. Golf, Romeo, Echo, Echo, November. And then artist you can make up yourself. And then grey with an E. Yep. Grey woman. No, grey matters. Grey matters. Yeah. Woman. Grey matters woman. Woman. That's spelled W-O-M-A-N, not W-I-M-M-I-N. I don't say that for any particular reason except for the fact that in 1992 I had a very lovely colleague who is now in charge of unions over in Western Australia. She's an amazing woman. She's an incredible woman. She is a flag waver and a unionist and a really good soul. And she very lightly, very lightly slapped me around the head and shoulders around about the early February 1992 and said, Yeah, Bill, ladies on that flyer? No, you can't do that. And she said, I said, why is that? And for the last 24 years, I've been flying the flag and beating people over the head and said, to people like my good friend Adrian, who might be listening in from Springwood, New South Wales, you can't do ladies. That's a social expectation or they're married to a knight of the realm. It's that simple. (laughs) That simple. Karen, we've explored a lot of avenues. We've gone down a lot of tributaries and estuaries. We've gone to some places I didn't even expect and I've kept my children two and a half and three and a half, very quiet. Actually, they're dogs, so they're actually about 17 and 24. Ah, they're good. <laughs> They've been very, very good, but we need to go. We have lives to lead. But Karen, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Look forward to your yeah. multiple successes and I look forward to seeing you. you you've got some more, something more to say, which is? I'm also on Twitter. Yes, do that. KG Artist. KG Artist, that's Kilo, Golf, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Something I've missed out a little. Hey, KG artist, you can work it out yourself. All the all the links are on 
my website anyway. And all the links will be in this WordPress document. Karen, thank you so much Fantastic. for joining us on Overheard Productions. It's been really lovely. Thanks so much, Bill. Cheers.